Hey, this is Troy Baker. And Nolan North. And you're listening to My, My Xbox, Xbox and, and me. me. Hey, we did that together. And welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 52. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside nobody. I am your only host this week. Um, Ross, currently busy at work. Kevin, I can only assume is busy at work, but I haven't heard from him, so could be dead in a ditch somewhere. I just don't know, unfortunately. Um, But yeah. Let's talk, let's do this normal show. I have always promised you guys that I will get a show out each and every week. Um, no failures, we've only missed one week. This is episode 52, which would, would have been our year episode, but obviously it was last week because we did miss one episode, which I was really disappointed about. But, nonetheless, um, this is episode 52, and you have got me. Like I say, I, will, I have always said that I'll try and get episodes out every single week on time. I do try and do that to the best of my abilities. Um, Most importantly, thank you to everyone that listens to this show. Thank you to everybody that cares about this show. Thank you to everybody that supports this show. Uh, Whether that be on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash mcfixer, or whether that be just watching it on YouTube, which or SoundCloud, or iTunes, or anywhere else, which I know plenty of people do. Cool. Let's start off this episode like normal, and this episode is brought to you by Outerlives.net and mcfixer.co.uk. Um, I can't really say much about Outerlives, and I can't really say much about mcfixer.co.uk. Both of them are websites. I'm tempted to start doing blogs on uh, mcfixer.co.uk, just so there's a reason to go there, because right now it just sort of is a hub, because um, you do need a website, obviously, when you go to these Comic-Con shows, stuff like that. Um, but yeah. The episode is brought to you by those two. And obviously, our friend, Mike Lynch. And he has something to say. And it says, Hi, I'm Mike Lynch. I play video games and review movies and Blu-rays. Think of me as a crossover between Voltron and the Transformers. Awesome and extremely mega. Yeah, right. Anyways, go subscribe at youtube.com slash Mike Lynch. Back to you, Fixer. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mike Lynch. Again, big thank you to Mike Lynch, who supports this show each and every week over on patreon.com slash mcfixer, just like you can. Audio is $3 a month. Video is $4 a month. You also get other things in with that, like our brand new podcast, Fixing Friends, which is a monthly podcast, which is going to be me talking to my friends about different topics and stuff like that, which will start hopefully this month. Um, That's what we're aiming for, but bear with me on that one. Bear with me on that one. Um, we will start this show off like we always do, and that is what is in your box. I do apologise now if this is a short episode. Um, it's hard to do a one-man podcast, funny enough. Hard to not have no one to bounce off of and uh, speak to, so it's kind of strange for me personally. But, nonetheless, you're still getting a show, and I will try my hardest to give you both opinions, I guess. I don't know. I'm just going to be me. I do streams 
which you all know, twitch.tv slash mcfixer. So you all know what I'm about, let's be honest. But yeah, what is in your box? So what have I been playing this week? I've been playing a ton of Gears of War, which I'm sure most of you already know. Um, I was actually lucky enough to do a few things this week, or last week, I should say. Um, I was part of Team Kind of Funny, uh, raising money for the big, beautiful kids um, doing Extra Life, which was a blast. It was so amazing to do. I've got to be honest with you guys. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal um Going to a good cause, uh, charities in America, Mexico, and Canada. Unfortunately, not in the UK. But nonetheless, charity is charity. And I, on my own, raised $160. My goal was 100 We raised 160 in under two hours, which was amazing. I kicked off the Kind of Funny community streams um, straight after Conan and Greg went, live, uh, went off air. Um, and I just want to do a quick thank you to everyone that supported me there. At one time, I had 2,000 people watching, and we dropped down to 1,000, and we dropped to 800, stuck at 800 for a while, dropped back down to about 400. We just, we had a lot of eyes on us, a lot, a lot of eyes on us, and I just, I'm so appreciative of that. Um, it was important. It was a lot of help. It was, it was a good, good day. Um... During my first, I did a couple of streams, we'll talk about those. During my, <coughs> sorry, during my first stream, I did uh, Gears of War 4, which was really, really good. Um, man, my throat's a bit, let me have a drop of water there, sorry about that. Um, <coughs> I'd like to apologise. Um, yeah, did a Gears of War stream, uh, I was playing with Mackie, I was playing with Ben, I was playing with Moody. No, I didn't play with Moody that day, I don't think. Or did Moody jump in? Don't remember. Playing with Foxes. Playing with my usual squad, anyway. Um, that was my first stream. Then I was asked, um, could I host the Jackbox Party Pack stream out of nowhere? Um, so I did that, which was, again, amazing. I uh, did that on the KF best friends channel which is the kind of funny best friends community channel um i'm actually be streaming over there again on the 30th of this month playing titanfall 2 if you're interested in that come over support say hello yeah did that and then i was asked to then help out a friend of mine called fiona with her jackbox stream um the next day which was still the same day because i hadn't slept because oh, i was just it was crazy so i did a two hour stream in the morning got over a hundred followers all you heard was my notification going another one another one another one another it was ridiculous absolutely ridiculous um and then i did the jackbox stream got a load of viewers there got a load of followers we raised loads of money then i did the, another jackbox stream all in all i must have been streaming for like so the jackbox stream was i did two in the beginning six 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I did about 12 hours in a short span of time while watching all the community streams I could and while watching and playing, doing my own streams, which was amazing. It was, like I say, it was just really, really, really amazing. Um, so I played Jackbox Party Pack. I played Gears of War. I've been playing some Rainbow Six Siege. And, funny enough, shame that Kevin isn't here today because I really wanted to speak to him about this, but... I played a little game called Call of Duty today. Played some Call of Duty, um, which was a lot of fun. I uh, started the campaign mode. I am around two hours in um, of this campaign. Um, what do, what can I say about this campaign? The gameplay feels good. It does feel good. It's pretty. It feels good. It's more Call of Duty. 
it's Call of Duty in space. That's what it is. Um, the one thing I really dislike about this game is the space battles. Like, I wasn't expecting that in my Call of Duty, which, yeah. Most of you know who listens to this show. You know I'm not really a Call of Duty fan anyway. So for me to, for me to be um, playing Call of Duty in the first place, you must be asking why. I have got a new game sharer. So I am now game sharing with uh, my brother-in-law, shout out to him, uh, Addicted Skunks, if you ever see him. If you ever see him in my chat, that's my brother-in-law. So he might swear at you. He's not very friendly sometimes. Um, nonetheless, uh, I am sharing with him now. He bought Call of Duty. He had that pre-ordered. He was ready for four. I played some of the remastered. I am terrible at that. I The gameplay is so slow for me. I need to be at... I've sl- sat here and slagged off jumpy, jumpy, shooty, shooty. I need jumpy, jumpy, shooty, shooty. I need that Twitch-based shooting while we're multiplayer, unless it's like Gears of War and stuff. Third person, I guess. Stuff I'm fine with. But first, I really struggled on Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4. Maybe it's because all the sweaties were out and they were just in the corner sniping me every two seconds. Could that be the reason? Yes. Do I know that's the reason? No. Um, yeah. So I played that. Again, the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, from what I've played so far, seems fun. It's not like normal Call of Duties where I feel like you're being ushered along. You'll start your mission and it's very open. And you can run in that at different buildings. You can take different paths. You're not just... I don't feel like you're behind the camera and the camera's just pushing you along. I feel like you are doing whatever you want. You're running up walls. You're sliding through buildings. You're taking out enemies here, uh, everywhere. So, I'm quite happy with Call of Duty's campaign so far, if I'm honest with you. Apart from the space battles, again. I When I'm playing Call of Duty, I don't expect space battles. I'm not playing this like this is No Man's Sky. I am not playing this like this is... Um, um, I don't know, Elite Dangerous. Mr. Mood in the chat said, which one might confuse some people? I'm talking about Infinite Warfare. Currently, is the space battle one obviously remastered? Don't have space battles, Moody. You know that, uh, yeah, but it was a lot of fun, just interesting. Got lots of achievements actually. I was streaming it today, lots and lots of achievements. So I was happy about that because always like a good achievement, but yeah, that is what I've been playing again. Thank you all. Uh, and let's jump into the news. Now, there isn't much news this week. We've got a couple of emails. We've got a couple of news stories. I'll get through them, give my opinion. Again, this might be a short episode, and I do apologize for that. But that is the way the cookie crumbles. Shout out to Mr. Moody and Foxes in my chat um, being there to support me today. Oh, I've just dropped my controller because that's what happens. First news story is more evidence that Mass Effect and Jeromia will come out at March. Amazon uh, promotion image for Mass Effect Andromeda R provides further evidence of a March release. The Xbox One digital download code for Mass Effect uh, Andromeda R page features a release date of March 21st, which is printed on the right-hand corner. Um, now, could this be nothing? Yes, it really could be nothing. Could this be something? Yes, it really... I personally think... This is real. I'm going to go out and say this is real. But what do I know? I'm just a simple guy chilling 
and not knowing what he's talking about. Let me say a quick hello to my boy, Proper B.O. in the chat today. Thank you very much for supporting, sir. No Kevin, and no Ross, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, this is an interesting sign. So for you Mass Effect fans, I know there's many of you. Um, I have still yet to play the game, but... Next piece of news is Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, all now backwards compatible for Xbox One. And I know Mr. Moody doesn't believe me, but I'm working on a little Let's Play series that I don't want to say yet because I'm not ready. Not ready. It's not ready. But it's coming soon, I promise. Um, but I am going to play the Mass Effect series. I've been told to skip one. Is that true? Should I skip one? Chat. Right now, should I skip Mass Effect 1? I've been told to start at 2 and play 3 and then play Andromeda. What do you guys think? Please be sure to email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Should I play Mass Effect 1? I need to know. But I am definitely going to play 2 and 3. Definitely going to play 2 and 3. Definitely. Our next piece of news, still with Mass Effect, is Mass Effect Andromeda multiplayer beta sign up. Developer Bioware confirms that its forthcoming science fiction RPG Mass Effect Andromeda will have multiplayer beta and fans can sign up for it right now. Will I be doing this? No. Have no interest in this at all. Personally, from what I know about Mass Effect, it's a single player game. So, does this interest me? Not at all. Not at all. But... It's one of those things. It's just one of them things. I'll, I'll try not to sing for the rest of this podcast. I make no promises, though. Um, chat is saying, tried one, didn't like it from Papa B.O. Moody, love it, but yes, skip one, start at two. There you go. They've had their say. What do you guys think? Again, email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Um, our next piece of news, again, we are getting through this pretty quick, and I apologise for that, but there's not much to talk about. I can't do anything about that. The Division Surprise reveal its new survival expansion. Now, I want to talk to everyone about Division for a second. Sit back, relax, grab a cup of tea. So, as most of you know, got the Division, day one. Was lucky enough to play with a friend of mine now, who I can lucky enough call a friend, um, the Alfredo plays on Twitch. Um, played with him, he was in my squad, I was playing it every day, battering that game, I was battering, I was bruising, I was going, 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 and then I dropped off, because of the grind, the grinding nature of the game was too much for me, I'm kind of tempted to go back, if I can get a squad of people that want to go back into the division, holler at your boy, because I want to jump back in, we need four man, four man who know what the hell they're doing, Four men that know what they're doing. Will you be the other three? Or am I on my own? Let me know. Let me know. Probably in the chat. I'm looking forward to the Division survival. Let's talk about that then, shall we? The Division's upcoming survival expansion will feature a new game mode that turns the shooter into a multiplayer survival game. Fuck yes! This sounds awesome. But, I don't know how much it costs. I am... The optimal mode, uh, which was revealed during a developer live stream today via Kotaku, will take place on the same format as the base game, but with a twist. A blizzard, a blizzard had covered. Uh, sorry, a blizzard has covered the city, and the division agents need to reach the center of Manhattan to retrieve a vital antivirus drug. 
That sounds awesome. I am so want to play this. How much is it going to cost? I don't know if I want to pay how much it's going to cost. That's what I'm scared of. But if this mode is good and we got a group of people that want to play it, I am so in. I am so in. But as we all know, all of my funding comes through Patreon. So patreon.com slash mcfixer. Um, but yeah, let's just talk about that. Who's excited for a new Metro game? I'm not, because I've not played the first two. But, new Metro game cut seems to come in next year. It looks like the next installment of Me the Metro franchise will release in 2017. The news comes via Metro... Metro... Yeah, I am saying that right. 2035's website, which promotes the final entry in the Dimitri... Oh, my God. Gal I'm going to butcher this name, and I really do apologise for it. But, Galuk... G-L-U-K-H-O-V-S-K-Y I don't know how to pronounce that Novel series Which secretly spawned a tie-in game Interesting The website also features a timeline Of when the both books and the games were released And indicates a new game in the series Coming in 2017 Now That is interesting That is interesting because I know people like the series. I've heard good things about this series. Has the series touched me? No. Do I feel compelled to play it? Unfortunately not. But am I considering playing this one? Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? Find out next year. Uh, and next piece of news is about a little game that we all know I'm kind of getting excited for again now. And it's kind of sad and it kind of upsets me a little bit. But it's just one of those things. And it is Resident Evil 7. Yes, Resident Evil 7 will have supernatural monsters. Two, here is the first. What we've been told about Resident Evil 7 Biohazard is that it's aiming to be a classic Resi game. But one critical element of the game was missing. Until now. Monsters. Until today, we've only seen um, human characters, which is obviously like indirectly human, like the Chainsaw Massacre person, the Baker family. Because they're not really humans, are they? Because they're all... But you know what I'm saying. Um, blah, 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 blah. In this mini trailer, they show off one of the monsters. The monster looks like Venom. He's all black, and he has giant white teeth. And he looks fucking creepy as fuck, if you ask me. Fucking creepy as fuck. But it's getting me kind of happy. It's getting me kind of ready. Resident Evil's around the corner, people. I know some of you are excited for Christmas and New Year. Fuck both of them. Resident Evil. That's what we should be looking forward to. Is this game going to be the one? Are we going to see Leon? Are we going to see Claire? Are we going to see Ada? Are we going to see anyone? If we don't, I'm going to be really, really sad. I'm going to be really, really sad. But they're doing everything right. I've now played the game. Like I said, I played it EGX on the PSVR, um, which was okay. I was well, I just went to play the game. The Baker family seems scary. They are getting the herb system right. They've showed us weapons now. Looks cool. Am I happy with the camera? No. Still not happy with the camera. Will there be a mod for it, hopefully? Please. I would absolutely fucking love that. Nonetheless, I'm going to have to say I'm looking forward to it. I am really looking forward to it. Uh, Proper B.O. says you are getting suckered at it again. <laughs> suckered in, I mean, again. Yeah, unfortunately I am. It's really upsetting 
to think that I went out and said I'm never talking about this game again. And then they did everything right from that point onwards. So it made me look like a fucking idiot. But it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things. Xbox Preview Program has now been rebranded and is, most importantly, open to all. Microsoft. I'm not even going to edit that out. Microsoft has rebranded its Xbox One preview program and has open access to everyone who wishes to join. While the program is now dubbed Xbox Insider Program, previously required to have an invite for early access to forthcoming features and apps and updates, everyone will now be able to gain access so no one needs to keep messaging me asking for invites. Perfect. Um, this is cool. Personally, this is cool, but is it? does it matter? No, not really. Do I suggest you jump in? Yeah, I've never had a problem, but I am now out of the program for some reason. I don't know what I did, but I am was in the program. It says I am enrolled in the program, but I haven't got the clubs, and I haven't got the looking for club, and I haven't got anything. I never got one of the updates on time. So I don't know what I've done, but I've done something to upset the people at Microsoft. And for that, I am sorry. Moment of silence. Trademark for new Need for Speed has surfaced out there in the world. Trademark for a new Need for Speed called Need for Speed Arena has surfaced in Europe. That's where I'm from. Uh, Property O says, I'm still waiting for clubs. Yeah, I'm waiting for clubs too. But we are on to Need for Speed. Nah, Need for Speed Arena. I was talking to uh, a friend of mine called, um, what's his name? Crash. Crash. I was talking to a friend called Crash. And I was like, oh, there's a new speed that surface yada 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 could be the new one. We don't know. We don't know anything. All speculation at this point. He was like, really? I don't really care for Need for Speed. I was like, okay, cool. But I then put out an idea with Need for Speed Arena. What about if it was an EA Need for Speed game, but all in the form of Destruction Derby? I know. I know. Do you not think that's a cool idea? I personally do. A Destruction Derby game. I used to love Destruction Derby on the PS1. They even did a number two. I used to love those games. Imagine that game, Destruction Derby, online, but done by an Eve, in an Eva Speed way by EA. That would be awesome. That is all fake, and that is what I have just made up in my head. But who thinks that would be a cool game? Because I would absolutely play the shit out of that online. There could be a career mode where you you start off as you start off as some low guy doing the banger races in the, around the UK and across the country, and then you work your way up to a little stadium doing it, yada yada. Then you work up and you get your sponsorships and you sign your deals and you you got your adverts. I know this is this all made up stuff, but and then boom, you make it to the big leagues. You're at Wembley in England. And smack, bam, destruction derby. You're in. It's done. Mr. Moody in the chat says, we got that game. It's called Rocket League. Rocket League is not destruction derby. I'm talking about a more mature, a more, a more mature game. A more aged, a more serious game. An EA Need for Speed Destruction Derby game. Mackie's with me. Mackie's just joined in the chat. Welcome, Mackie. And she says, by the way, that sounds like a cool idea. I should just make games for a living. Forget trying to entertain you guys. I'm going to make this game. I joke, I joke. 
Uh, next news story, and it is the last one on our list, unfortunately. I did say this would be a short show, and I do apologize for that. Microsoft silent on Scalebound until 2017. I personally say good riddance. But... Let's read this. New, there is no news expected from Microsoft Studios on Scalebound until 2017, judging by a tweet this week from Microsoft head of Xbox, Phil Spencer. Hashtag in Phil we trust. On Twitter, one user asked Phil if we, if we would possibly see any news for the upcoming title. In response, Phil said, sorry, probably no new Scalebound news before 2017. However, Microsoft does not hold any specific event in the latter years. Yada, yada, yada. So some news could come up. True, true. Like Mackie says in chat, Scalebound who? Don't care for that game. I am with you there personally, Mackie. It didn't blow me away at E3 any time that I've seen it. Trailers that I've seen. Everything that I've seen in this game, I just don't care. So they can keep this one in the oven for a lot longer and bring back something that I actually care about, please. The headphone guy doesn't impress me. You can keep me Dre Beats because I don't care. November's free games with gold. You have Super Dungeon Bros from November 1st to the November 30th. Uh, Murder Soul Set Spect from November 16th to December 15th. The Secrets of Monkey Island uh, on the Xbox 360, which is also backwards compatibly. Um, special Edition. And last but not least, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, which I know lots of people are excited for. Um, November 16th till November 30th. Uh, obviously, backwards compatibility for both of those two latter titles. Um, let's jump into Fixer Sack, and we have two emails in this week, and I will try my best to read them uh, to the best of my abilities. And this one says, Hello, Fixer, Kev, and Ross. Unfortunately, you just got Fixer, because Kev and Ross don't love you like I do. Always here. Hashtag Fixer's always here. I mess around. I love you all. Uh, with Microsoft doing crossover with Windows 10 and the popularity, the popular EA access, do you think the Xbox Store should go the way of Steam? Having the option to refund the game that you've played less than two hours because it's pants, appealed, does that appeal to you? I guess my example of this is when you played Layers of Fear and enjoyed the the game, enjoyed it, but the DLC was DLC was poor. If you had the option or option of a refund, not only would it be great for customers, but I think it would mean, I think it would mean game developers would have to up their game too. Or as always, love your proper bo. Um. Interesting, 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 interesting. So we'll start off with EA Access Popular. I hope so. I've tried my hardest. I've tried my hardest. Um, do, 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 do. do I think it should go the way of Steam? No, because Steam Early Access is poor. Um, I, the only game... Okay, to answer your second question. So do, you, do I think we should have the option to refund games? Um, no. I don't. I think it works a lot better for PCs than it does for consoles. And here's the reason why. With a PC, if you're not educated enough, you don't know what games can run on your system. Which is a shame. And I fell victim to this. I have a laptop that runs Football Manager. I've played DayZ on it. I've played Rust on it. I've had enough games out there like this on PC. 
<clears throat> the only game I've ever refunded on Steam is Lego. Um, <clears throat> there was a game that had so much hype around it. Lego something. This Lego game, which was meant to be the Minecraft killer, which I thought, Jesus, I'm jumping in. I'm going to play this. Unfortunately, it didn't run well on my laptop. I had played an hour and um, 30 minutes. Got a refund. No problem. No, I don't think we should be able to get refunds. I think it's down to the customer. Um, the example you use is Layers of Fear. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I should say, I got Layers of Fear for free for review. And I did say that to everyone before I started playing the game. Um, and I got the DSL for, DL, DL, uh, sorry, DLC for free also for review. So I didn't feel burnt on the game, obviously, in that way because um, I didn't pay for it. But I understand what you mean by two hours. Two hours would be too much. Um, Lies of Fear DLC was beaten in an hour. So if I had two hours to refund it, that wouldn't make sense. Uh, for that type of game. DLC shouldn't be... You know what you're getting with DLC. If, if I did my research better on that Layers of Fear DLC, I would have known that it was going to be bad. So I, it's down to the consumer at that point. Um, obviously, I know this school goes back to Bethesda holding review codes and stuff like that, which is a shame. But you've got the people that you like. I love Greg Miller. I love Colin Moriarty. I'm sure there are people out there that love giant bomb or love uh meg turner what she thinks or rooster teeth or achievement hunter or any of these people there are plenty of people out there that you can go to ign GameSpot, destructoid whoever it is there are plenty of people out there that you can go to to find out if the game that you're about to purchase is good enough for you and i think personally it's your responsibility to go do that that's not on the publisher. They're a business. They need to make money. That's not on the indie dev. They're, again, they're a business. They need to make money. That's on you. We have a system in place where reviews go out, they get scored, or you hear opinions. That's what happens on consoles. I don't agree with it. Uh, refunds in two hours because some games don't even get good in two hours. Um, yeah, that is that's my opinion on that. Uh, maybe I'll hold that one again and re-ask it again next week for the boys on the podcast, but maybe not because I'll probably forget. But that's just where I stand on things. Chat, I'd love to hear what you guys think on this. Um, I know Mackie's put up. I feel two hours is enough to be honest. Um, isn't enough. Sorry, she says. Exactly, there are enough streamers, bloggers. Um, exactly, that's where I come down to it. If you need two hours to know if a game's good or not, go watch a streamer. Probably, oh, you do this anyway. If it's a game like Rainbow Six Siege, you can tell by looking at that game if that game's for you. Go watch your favourite streamer. Again, mine's kind of funny, but there's people like myself and plenty of others out there that jump on these grenades or crappy games and stuff. You don't have to do this. We do this for you. I'm not even in the main industry and I do it. I jumped on, re I hope that I help certain people with this podcast doing playing Recall. I jumped on that £30 game, showed you the bad low times, showed you how poor it is, showed you the problems with that game, and the good qualities as well, so it goes both ways. It's not just bad, it's good and bad. But I showed you what the game was, and then you take away from that whether you should buy it or not. So by what you're saying logically is if you would have picked up Recall, and played it for two hours, and decided you didn't want it, you just deserve a refund. I don't agree with that at all, personally. Fox has said he doesn't care. 
Thanks for the import. I rarely buy digital games so I can trade in. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. And you're entitled to do that. You are entitled to do that. Next one. Hello, everybody I love. First thing, big hug for all the Americans who are listening slash watching this show I love so much. Again, um, we are recording this the 9th of the 11th, 2016, or the 11th of the 9th if you're American. And a big sorry, I guess, in my opinion, from an outside perspective, a big sorry to your country. But I'm not going to get too into that. But that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. This is not a political podcast. That is just my opinion. Sorry. Maybe some of you are happy about that. I don't care either way, personally. My question is, uh, saturation. Did EA oversaturate the FPS market to try and slow the monster that is Call of Duty and Activision? Everybody has said EA sent Titanfall 2 out to die, but if we look at both Infinite Warfare and Titanfall 2, they are both pretty close to the same game. Giant robots apart. And with EA throwing out a different kind of FPS in Battlefield 1, and the weak sales of both COD and Titanfall 2, as they are kind of cancelling each other out, did EA saturate the market intentionally to drown out the market? Sorry, this is a long one. Keep up the great work. Love you all. Your friend, fan, and lover, Mr. Moody. Now, <clears throat> did EA oversaturate the market? I think that's a clear yes. They clearly did oversaturate the market. Do I think it was a business plan? Obviously. I think it was a test. Unfortunately, Titanfall took a bullet to the head for this. Um, I, As someone who's played Titanfall 2 and Call of Duty... Saying that, I haven't played Titanfall 2 single player. As someone who's played both sets of multiplayer, that's what I'll say. They're very different games, personally. Um, I don't think it's fair to say, excluding the giant robot, Titanfall 2 is about the, the Titan. So you can't really exclude that. I think there are three different games. Obviously, Titanfall 2 is more aligned with Call of Duty uh, Infinite Warfare. Sorry, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Um, as you can hear, my voice is getting a bit raspy. I'm talking a little bit like this now. Um, but yeah. Did they oversaturate the market? Yes. Was it on purpose? I think so. Did it come with the, yes, the problem of Titanfall 2? Yes. Did it slow down Call of Duty? I don't know. I know the reports have come out that uh, Call of Duty sold 50% worse than Black Ops 3 did. Again, Black Ops is a known franchise. Um... People know what they're getting with that. People love that franchise. Um, the Black Ops, I mean. Not the Call of Duty franchise. Uh, so, it's hard. It's a hard one to say, honestly. What do I... Um, what do I think? I don't know what I think. I think it's a wait-and-see approach. Let's wait for final numbers to come out. Let's wait for MPD to come out. Let's wait to see... How these games actually sold and not all the hyperbole we're getting right now. That was Fixer Sack. Thank you all for sending in your emails, Proper BO and Mr. Moody. I'm going to say, Matt, where was you this week? I needed you. It was an empty show. We needed you. Polly Games, where you at, Joseph? Mackie, where you at? Foxes, where you at? I want you guys emailing every single goddamn week. I don't care if it just says hello to my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. I repeat, my Xbox and me 
podcast at gmail.com. Okay, okay, okay. We are at 36 minutes. So the decision here is, we can either do quick fire questions in the chat right now, or we can just end it, do quick suggestion of the week and plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of it. Which would you guys rather? Chat, I need you to talk up for me right now. Have you got a few quick fire questions you can hit me with? Or, or, um, should I just end? You should have told me I was at work. I got an email for you this, for this week, for next week. All right, cool. I'm kind of surprised about the 50 cent worse in sales. I kind of am as well, but I kind of see where it's coming from. It did, people didn't want this. And people weren't, just like yourself, Foxes, people weren't willing to just buy, um, pay the £80, um, pay the £80 and get the Modern Warfare remastered. I think this is a clear tale, which I, you can go back and I've said this before, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare remastered, I said before, wouldn't come out on its own, it 100% now will at some point. Um, they're going to have to recoup money somehow, and that is the perfect way to do it. Get that out for $40, sorted. Sorted. Mackie says, um, why isn't Mackie on the podcast? Mackie's on the podcast because I didn't want Mackie on the podcast. Pretty much sums that one up. Um, probably always says she was at work and couldn't be bothered to email in. Will you play Battlefield 1 to play all of the first-person shooters? Yes, I probably will play um, Battlefield 1. I've heard the story is really good from yourself, Mackie. I've heard that um, it's probably the best of the three. So I will 100% um, play Battlefield 1. She then says, fair enough. Wonder if that is because I said she, I didn't want her on this week. Uh, all right, suggestion of the week. What game can I suggest to you beautiful people to play this week? I think I've already... I think we said this on last week's episode, but I just bought Hayley and Hayley and Foxes in our game sharing. Borderlands, the Hampton Jacks collection. So we've now got two pre-sequel and... There's someone. There's another one in there. And I think we got one on backwards compat. I'd love to actually go through those games and play all the DLC because I still haven't done that. That isn't my suggestion this week. Mm, I don't know what to suggest for you guys this week. I always say I haven't played anything new. <laughs> Foxy says Red Dead Redemption. I think we've already spoke about Overcooked. I haven't played anything new to really suggest, honestly. I'd love your guys' suggestions, so email in some games that you can suggest to the audience. My Xbox and Me podcast at gmail.com. What is in the running for Game of the Year for you? I cannot talk about that just yet, Mackie. We will get to that, I promise. I promise, I promise, I promise. We will 100% be talking about Game of the Year. I know I said it on last week's episode. I know I said it on the week before that. We're sorting things out. We are getting it ready. I shouldn't have opened my mouth before it was ready. Um, Also, how did everybody like the Troy Baker and the Nolan Lulf intro from last week? I didn't get any feedback, guys. Like... If you listen to the episode on SoundCloud, you obviously got to hear it. Uh, it was awesome. I want to say thank, a big thank you to Dre Baker and Nolan North for doing that for me. Um, if you haven't heard it, go check out episode 51's episode. Just the first 10 seconds, 30 seconds. Um, you get to hear Dre Baker and Nolan North intro the episode. And they will be doing that from now on on SoundCloud. Cool. 
Plug, plug, plug and get myself out of here. Obviously, head over to Patreon.com like all these lovely people in the chat have done. If you want to be part of the conversation, part of the show, you can be in that live chat. You can talk to me. You can talk to Kevin. You can talk to Ross. Maybe I'm going to have to look into getting a fourth um, now that I have been left on my own this week, which is kind of sad and upsetting. But it happens. Um, obviously, Patreon dot com slash mc fixer audio three dollars a month video four dollars a month thank yous if you want those you get a live thank you on both podcasts which is fix and friends and my xbox and me for five dollars the point of this all guys is i am really pushing this year i am really pushing on this year to try and go full-time content creating we have had a huge influx on twitch we've had a huge influx on youtube the podcast is the only thing that needs pushing i want i need more money to put back into the podcast to buy Kevin a better camera, to buy Ross a better camera because both their cameras look awful. I want to be able to buy ads and put them out on Facebook and Twitter. I want to make this audience so much bigger than what it already is. Um, some week we do great, some week we do okay. Um, we're about 100 solid on SoundCloud. Um, we fluctuate on YouTube because of, that's how YouTube works. But it's really amazing what we've done, we've built here. Um... Probio says bring back Mackie. Foxes says Mackie or me. <laughs> Again, all in due time, we will see what happens. Uh, until next time, follow me on Twitter at MCFixer. I will love you. I will leave you. And I will see you all later. I hope you enjoyed this. And thank you for listening. Love you all.